Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sarah is a content creator from New Zealand. You can find her on the One Up Project on Instagram. She talks about finance and personal development. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much to both of you for having me. I'm stoked to be here. Oh, we're so excited to have you on. Hey, friends, this is Queenie. And Pablo. And welcome back to another episode. Before we get into it, do you have a money win to share with us, Sarah? Yes. So this is a very small money win, but a money win is a money win, you know. And I really wanted to see the Barbie movie that came out recently. But, you know, going to the theatres gets expensive. You're buying Maltesers and popcorn and it's all adding up. And I was going with a friend of mine and she had free tickets for all of us from some previous vouchers she had. And so I got them for free. And that was so nice because it was just like a fun event that I could go to and not have to think about spending any money and loved the Barbie movie. So, yeah, it was a great time. Oh, that's amazing. We're actually going to see it tonight. Oh, really? Is, uh, Pablo's money win. Yeah, it ah. was actually my money win, but I'm going to spin it around and I think I'll do it even before it happens. We're going to bring our own popcorns mm. and that will be our money win. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. And we got discounted tickets. Perfect. Yeah, so it was really cool. And my money win is that I made my own chicken stock from like a chicken, like chicken bones and stuff that I just had and I kept the bones because we made roast chicken and I was like, I'm going to use this to make a stock. And I actually did it. And I was so proud because I would have thrown that chicken bone stuff in the bin. But now I've made this really good stock and I'm going to freeze it. So I'm just like, I just love like kitchen stuff where it's like you can turn waste into like stuff. I just love that. Absolutely. That's so cool. I definitely need to learn how to do that too. And just preserve all the leftovers I have and turn it into other things. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. And like even herbs now, I started freezing them. So like oh, okay. sometimes you buy too many herbs and yeah. you're like, I'm not going to use all this rosemary. So I, I put them in little ice cube trays and I freeze them with some oil. And oh, it just wow. like, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Then I have like fresh herbs to use. Yeah, that's a great idea. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Okay, so just remember that anything that we talk about in this podcast is general in nature and doesn't constitute personal financial advice. You can read my full financial services guide in my description. We would also like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of our land And we extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. So Sarah, can you tell us, how did you grow up around money? 
Oh, this is a good question. Okay, so I grew up with two parents that were big spenders. Dad has always worked for himself. Mum has always stayed at home, looked after the kids, and then helped out with the business a little bit as well. Uh, so they've done well for themselves, but they've always used that as a good excuse to spend it up. Like my dad's favourite saying when we would go on holiday was, you don't go on holiday to save money. And so he was very happy to just enjoy that time and really make the most of it and not let the finance side of things worry him. Even if maybe they couldn't afford it 100%, they would still you know, go for it with their spending. And so I grew up with a kind of strange concept of money because both my parents were spenders, but it wasn't necessarily because they had all the disposable income in the world. It was because they just, that's the way they wanted to live their life. And then as I started earning my own money, I thought, okay, well, it's probably wise to save some of this. And then I realized, oh, you can't just spend all of your money on whatever you want all the time, especially on the like hospo wage I was earning. And so that's when I started to learn about saving and the importance of putting money aside and what that allowed you in terms of freedom, because I think often I sort of thought, oh, spending is freedom, but that can be the thing that ultimately restricts you in the long term if you're not careful with it and you don't plan. But I'm also a spender at heart, so I wanted to make sure that I could spend money without having to worry as well and kind of have that planned into my my allowance, my budget. Mm, oh, that's really cool. It's really interesting, I guess, upbringings, because there's some things we learn from our parents that are good, we can take those on board. Some things are like, hmm, maybe I'll do it a bit differently. You yeah, know? So it's absolutely. nice to recognize that. Yeah, definitely. Like my parents are both amazing people and they were always the type of parents who said saving is good, but then never kind of elaborated on that. Um, so I'm glad now that I've done a bit more research into the importance of investing and other financial literacy concepts. Oh, that's really, really cool. What do you think, Pablo? Yeah, now you can show them how to save money responsibly. Yes, exactly. Now I'm teaching them some stuff. Not that they really listen to me, but yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really nice. Is there any, I guess, money lessons that you've tried to kind of like talk to them about or any money, money principles that you follow now? Yeah, well, I think uh, an interesting one is that when I was younger, so in New Zealand, our superannuation scheme is called KiwiSaver, and you are automatically enrolled, but you can opt out of it. And my dad kind of, he's always been self-employed, always run his own finances, and he sort of pushed me away from KiwiSaver and was like, you can just invest and save on your own. But over time, I realized how good of a concept and scheme KiwiSaver is just to help you when you have a lack of education but you also want to invest for your future and so when I started realizing that maybe everything my parents say aren't isn't 100% correct started investing into that and then I've now kind of encouraged my parents to see the benefits of that and now they see the value in it uh, and just like investing in assets more than property, uh, more than just property, because in New Zealand, I don't know if it's the same in Australia, but just massive focus on buying your first home, getting on the property ladder with no consideration for other assets that you could be investing into. And so having those more open discussions now about what investing can be other than just property in your first home has been quite a big one in our house. So yeah, it's been good. Yeah, I agree. I think property... I guess it's one of the first ones that people think of and I guess our parents' generation or people in the generations previously, it was a lot more achievable to like get yeah. onto the property ladder earlier and property prices are a lot more cheaper relative to wages, but now it's kind of like, 
oh, what are some other things that we can invest in? Maybe mm. even before we buy our first home or maybe, mm. you know, it's it's nice to know that, yeah, people can still build their wealth outside of property and it doesn't have as high boundary, uh, high restrictions because you can yeah. invest for $5 these days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like barriers to entry when it comes to property are huge. And also, you know, a concept we talk about so much with investing is diversification and the importance of spreading your money out, not just in one asset, e.g. like a house, whereas so many people, their investing strategy, at least I know the older generations in New Zealand is just a property. Uh, and so to learn about the variety of assets you can invest in for the sake of having a more diverse portfolio is so important as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I saw in your Instagram, you're really into books. Yes. I've seen a few books. So <laughs> what, what are your favourite books? Oh, that's a great question. I love reading so much. Uh, and I mainly read nonfiction, but I also enjoy a bit of fiction. My recent favourite books, and I've read some great ones um, lately, the first one will be a book called Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind, and that is, as the title suggests, going back in history and kind of giving you a brief overview of humans' development, um, the human species, and then Homo sapiens, which is a species, a type of human. And so how we developed over time, how that then evolved into what our cultural and societal constructs are, and how that impacts us today. That is a really interesting book and gives you such a unique perspective on how the world runs, and I think helps you learn a lot about yourself as well. Uh, another one I read recently that I loved was... Uh, called The Midnight Library by a author called Matt Haig. And that is a fiction book, but it's has some really profound concepts about you're not just one person and you can do so many different things in your life. And, you know, often we, we create this life for ourselves and we think, oh, well, I could have done that, I should have done that. You know, there's so many different paths we could have taken and we feel guilty and regret for all the things we could have done that we didn't do and this book helps to bring a lot of ease to that kind of pressure that you put on yourself especially when you're young you know you feel like you have so many options and what if I choose the wrong one what if I choose the wrong uni major or this that and the other thing and this just yeah really helps bring peace to that so those two are probably my favorite at the moment. Wow really good recommendations. Are there any key takeaways that you got from those books that that you you want to remember and that will carry you through life? Oh so many like especially from those two. I did a whole four-part series on my podcast about the sapiens one because there was just so much to cover and you know being from New Zealand quite sheltered from a global perspective literally we're so far away from everyone else but also you know we don't hear too much about globally what's happening. We're not right there in the heart of a place like Europe, for example, where you're surrounded by so many different types of countries. So reading that book opened my eyes to how other cultures have evolved and how that impacts the way that they live and how that's different to how I live, but how neither is right or wrong. It's just a natural development of time. And I think just being more conscious about the way that I spend my time, money, resource in order to contribute to a better world because there are so many ways that humans have developed that we think are normal and good and productive but have maybe impacted things like our happiness or our mental health and so having a much more conscious point of view as to what I'm putting my energy into and is this really contributing to my happiness or someone else's happiness. Uh, so that's just been yeah quite an interesting concept and the Midnight Library was amazing for just letting go of the pressure that I put on myself for all the things I should be doing 
um, I think I've had this kind of problem in terms of my own mindset where I never think I'm doing enough and I wish I could just be doing more, more, more all the time. And sometimes I think it's important to take a step back and just appreciate the things that you have done and be grateful for where you are in this moment right now and live in that rather than always living in another mental space as to where you could be. Oh, I really resonate with that. That's amazing. That really good recommendations. What do you think, Pablo? Yeah, great takeaway. I think if you want to listen to those books, we'll put show notes, uh, the links in the show notes. Yeah. yeah, I love it. You mentioned earlier you're into personal development or self-development. What are some strategies that have really worked for you? Do you wake up at 5 a.m.? Oh, my like, gosh. Like, what, what do you do? Meditation? What What are the hacks? What are the things yeah. we should be doing? <laughs> yeah, this is so funny that you mentioned the 5 a.m. thing because another book I recently read, which I loved, was about sleep. Um, it was called Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. And I listened to an episode of diary of a CEO with him on it and it was just amazing and so no I do not get up at 5am sleep is so important I'm very big on getting like a full eight hours now and making sure that I have that but for me I think it's developing a habit of staying curious and and from every conversation every interaction every book I read every movie I watch adding a layer of why is that the way it is? Like, could it be like this? Why are things just having that raw curiosity and kind of that childlike curiosity that you end up losing over time, just always questioning things and wondering and dreaming. And I try to keep that within my kind of philosophy, the way I live. And I think that helps to just keep my spirit alive, my my inspiration up and easy to pull inspiration from different things. Uh, from a routine perspective, Routine in itself is just important, full stop for me. Like I think I really love having freedom with my schedule, but routine within that freedom, if that kind of makes sense. You know, I get to choose my routine. I don't have to be forced into a routine by a job or anything in particular. But just like the foundational habits that are always spoken about, you know, those themes and those cliches are cliches for a reason. Drinking lots of water, exercising, getting movement, all those things, good eight hours of sleep, like the natural things you can do to improve your health, not only physically but mentally as well, are so important um, just generally. And I, I tend to, like if I'm ever going through a stage where I feel really overwhelmed or burnt out, I just like to go back to those foundational steps and think what can I really improve? Mm, yeah, it's true. It's easy to get caught up in like the latest app or some some sort of mm. magic bullet or some sort of magic powder that helps you retain information but yeah. yeah often it does come back to those simple principles which actually don't even cost much money like exactly, it doesn't cost yeah. anything to sleep a bit more and to sleep earlier it doesn't cost anything to well it costs money to drink a bit of water but not that much really mm, mm. you know exercise you can do it for free mm. running outside what do you think Pablo? Yeah, it really shows that, you know, it's really the basics that are really important and the foundation. After that, everything comes on top of that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's kind of like, you know, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs classic triangle and just how you, you really need those basics right first in order to feel like you can kind of contribute the mental capacity to anything else. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. So, yeah, it's good to, to remind yourself and then Maybe there's one thing that, that you haven't been you've been neglecting. Actually, one thing. You mentioned water. Mm. Um, Pablo downloaded this app for me on my phone. I think it's called oh. Waterminder. And now it gives me uh, notifications every time 
I need to drink water because you're supposed to drink like, well, I'm supposed to drink two liters of water a day, which is way more than what I usually drink. So now every morning I'll drink like 750 mils like in the morning. So I've already gotten like quite a lot of water and then at at the end of lunch, I'll drink another whole bottle of water. And then by the end of the day, I'll just have like two more glasses before sleep and I get my two liters in. It's pretty good. Yeah, So good. Pavlo? Yeah, it's good because you don't think about it. Like, you know, that, oh, you drink water, but actually having, being able to track it, I think tracking it, uh, you know, not really analyzing everything, but just tracking it is so important because then you really see, oh, that's what I've done, you know, and you can compare it to the next day or to what is the benchmark. Yeah, check it out, Waterminder, and it's free as well. Perfect. I definitely am because I need those reminders for drinking water. Yeah, I I had no idea I was so dehydrated until I got a (laughs) blood test and I almost passed out because I wasn't drinking enough water and I was like, I need to drink more water. Mm. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. But thank you so much for coming on the podcast and for being on the podcast. Where can people find out more about you? Oh, thank you both for having me again. Really appreciate it. So fun talking to you. Uh, You can find me on at The One Up Project on basically everything, TikTok, Instagram. I've been loving threads at the moment. I'm a big threads fan. Uh, So, yeah, you can find me on there. And on my podcast, The One Up Project. I always forget about that, the main one. Yes, <laughs> yes. So check out all of those platforms. We put some notes in the show notes. And thank you so much for coming on, Sarah. Thank you, guys. Sarah. Thank you. Bye. 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 Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 